Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A classmate inside a Montgomery County school is sentenced. I'm Mike Marillo. A father killed in Silver Spring after having dinner with his family. What's next in the investigation? I'm Megan Cloherty. Wall Street finished the day down 349. The NASDAQ was down more than 2%. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Blizzard conditions and severe cold are settling in for much of the country. No one is ever ready for the colds, especially in uh, negative degrees. And it could threaten travel plans for millions of Americans. Crews have been salting runways and de-icing planes at airports like Tulsa International for hours. It's just five degrees there. And if you do make it on a plane... Use a carry-on bag. That way, if your flight is canceled, you'll have your bag with you. And you'll be able to, to go where you need to go. That's Robert Sinclair with AAA. Nationwide, more than 2,200 flights have been canceled today. President Biden also warned people to travel while they can before issuing this holiday mes- message. I wish you... And for you and for our nation, now and always, is that we'll live in the light, the light of liberty and hope, of love and generosity, of kindness and compassion. Mr. Biden plans to stay put and celebrate Christmas in Washington. The Senate's $1.7 trillion spending plan for the coming fiscal year is now halfway to the president's desk. Vermont Democrat Patrick Leahy. $42 billion aid to Ukraine, $27 billion for victims of natural disasters. Most of what's in here has been put together in a bipartisan fashion. The measure now heads to the House for approval. Former FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried has posted bond and will be on house arrest at his parents' place in California until trial. CBS's Lilia Luciano was at his court appearance today in New York. The 30-year-old can only leave the home for hearings and exercise within the proximity of his home. He will be banned from opening any new companies and making any financial transactions exceeding $1,000, except as approved by the government. New questions are being raised about the effectiveness of some popular over-the-counter drugs. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. Some doctors and pharmacists are asking the FDA to stop the sale of versions of the popular cold medicines Benadryl, Mucinex, Theraflu, and Tylenol. The -the over-the-counter pills, syrups, and liquids rely on an ingredient called phenylephrine to help relieve nasal congestion. The ingredient is considered safe, but several studies have found it doesn't actually clear up stuffy noses. About 107,000 Americans died of drug overdoses last year. That's according to the CDC, which released its final figures today. That's nearly 16% higher than the figures in 2020. Accidental injuries, including drug overdoses, was the fourth leading cause of death after heart disease, cancer, and COVID. On Wall Street, the Dow lost 348 points today. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 503 on WTOP on this December 22nd, 2022. We've got, still got a lot of rain, but the temps are rising to 47. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Hillary Howard. Many of you still driving through some rain, and the roads are much more icy and treacherous far north and west of town. Let's get the latest in this live update from Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Chad, how is it out there? 
Sean and Hillary, we have the steady rain moving across the region right now, so just watch for some ponding of water on the roadway. We have that flood watch that's in effect. Fortunately, the rain will taper to drizzle a little bit later. Could have a little bit of fog. Tomorrow, an Arctic cold front comes through. Right now, it's barreling towards Indianapolis. It'll get here around 9 o'clock. The winds will pick up. The temperatures will drop tomorrow. Could have some icy patches, dangerous wind chills. The potential for some power outages with the gusty winds. And I'll have a look at the forecast for the holiday weekend, which shows improvement with the wind, but not so much with the temperatures. All that and more in your forecast coming up in just a couple minutes. All right, Chad, thanks. Meantime, it will not surprise you that more than 2,200 flights have been canceled in the U.S. so far today into the evening. There have been tens of thousands of delays. WTOP's Kate Ryan has the latest from TSA on quickly getting through those airport security lines. The busiest travel time is here, and John Bush with the Department of Homeland Security says give yourself plenty of time. Arrive, say, two hours before your flight. Checking in with the airline, finding parking at the airport, making way through. Everything is a little bit busier during this weekend. Bringing gifts home? Wrap them when you get there, not before you fly. And TSA officials say they've seen a record number of firearms confiscated from carry-ons. Bush says firearms in checked luggage are allowed under certain conditions. It needs to be unloaded, packed in a hard side suitcase, and properly declared to your airline prior to uh, proceeding to see us. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It was a shooting that rocked a local school community. Now we're learning a teenager who pleaded guilty to trying to murder a classmate in the bathroom of a high school in Durwood will spend the next 18 years in prison for youth offenders. Here's WTOP's Mike Morello. There is absolutely no excuse for taking a handgun into a school in Montgomery County. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy says the judge delivered that message with the sentence for 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. Alston Jr. brought a ghost gun to Magruder High School in January and shot a classmate. Surveillance video showed him skipping from the bathroom after that shooting. The mother of the victim, her voice crackling, talked about the emotional torture, she said, of watching her son recover and fearing at times that he wouldn't make it. Alexander Bush, the family attorney for the student who was shot, says his client will bear the quite literally physical and emotional scars of this for the rest of his life. The defense claimed Alston Jr. struggled in school and was bullied and was sorry also for what he did, but the judge says in the end his actions cannot be tolerated. At Montgomery County Circuit Court in Rockville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A Silver Spring family is grieving this evening and police want tips after a 62-year-old man was found shot and killed in a busy downtown Silver Spring parking garage about 9 o'clock last night. Let's get more from WTOP's Megan Clardy. Strangers returning to their car in the Wayne Avenue garage found Charles Reynolds in a pool of blood in the first floor stairwell. Police Chief Marcus Jones says he just had dinner with his family. And had decided that he would take the leftovers to the vehicle before the family would have ice cream at, at the Ben & Jerry's. Jones says they don't know the motive and that nothing was taken from Reynolds, including his car parked nearby. Commander David McBain says he's redirecting patrols to downtown Silver Spring. But more specifically, foot patrols in those parking garages, all the county-owned parking garages. Police are asking for tips and expect someone saw something, given how busy the garage, which sits a block from Whole Foods, can be at this time of year. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A former Montgomery County police chief is dead. Donald Brooks from Gaithersburg was 96 years old. He served as chief from 1988 through 91. His time with the department went all the way back to 1950. In 1988, he co-authored the book, A Worthy Innovation, A History of the Montgomery County Police. 
His family says it was one of his proudest achievements. Ahead on WTOP, a historic week in Washington with a visiting wartime president. We'll talk to CBS's Major Garrett. It's 5.07. Hey, here's a holiday gift from Bed Bath & Beyond. Between now and Christmas, get 25% off your entire purchase by texting JOY to 239-663. That's 239-663. Exemptions apply. See website for details. Here, I got us a millionaire raffle ticket. Us? Well, I mean, you know, we've been seeing each other for a few months now, so, you know. Yeah, we've been dating, but is this my raffle ticket or is it your raffle ticket? Who gets the money if it hits? Well, it would be our money uh, for our future. You're really great, Mike. But if you think I'm splitting it with you, you're crazier than the other guy I'm dating. Wait, what? Now with even more prizes and still just $20, tickets for the New Year's Millionaire Raffle from the Virginia Lottery make great gifts. Please gift responsibly. WTOP at 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. If you're traveling through Northwest between Mount Pleasant and Brightwood, 16th Street delays both ways toward a crash. It happened near Spring Road south of the Piney Branch Bridge on 16th Street Northwest. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic volumes are still up there and speeds are lower, especially given the weather conditions. Uh, this is not quite as bad as an average rush hour, but it's certainly going to take some time if you're navigating toward the American Legion Bridge or on the Outer Loop heading for the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. If you're leaving Fairfax County on I-66, westbound after Route 29, Centerville had once stopped in the left main lane. No delays in the 66 express lanes. 395 heavy in on the 14th and heavy south through Springfield. Very slow going on 95 through northern Virginia, especially southbound through Stafford County and through Spotsylvania County. But that's because of a crash that happened near mile marker 119. The damage got lined up on the shoulder, but then they took an outside lane to continue towing. So two lanes getting by southbound toward Thornburg on 95. Northbound traffic will be heavy through Fredericksburg in Maryland on 50. Eastbound slow from Ritchie Highway to get onto the Bay Bridge. Wind warnings are in effect. No vehicle restrictions, but no chance of two-way traffic given the wet and windier conditions. At the Chesapeake Bay, a crash on Ritchie Highway north of 50 near College Parkway on Route 2. And in Calvert County on Route 4, northbound between Dunkirk and Chesapeake Beach Road, we have our first downed tree. And Calvert County authorities tell us that northbound traffic on Route 4 is stopped. This could happen more with waterlogged soil as the winds start to kick up tonight and especially tomorrow with the Arctic front. So right now, downed tree on Route 4, northbound traffic stopped just north of Lyons Creek Road. This holiday season, give everyone on your list Maryland Lottery holiday scratch-offs with instant prizes up to $100,000 and weekly second-chance cash drawings. Please play responsibly. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Chad Merrill, the rain is a hassle, but this cold could be debilitating to people who just aren't ready for it. Yes, and I just did some research. The last time a wind chill advisory was issued for the nation's capital was January of 2019. So Holy moly! We've had to deal with wind chills below zero. We had some cold weather at the end of January last year, but we didn't have any wind chill alerts. So this is going to be a shock to the system for sure. The steady rain along and north of Interstate 66. So keep in mind, there could be some ponding of water on the roadways through the evening. Also traveling through the Blue Ridge with temperatures warming overnight. That warm wind over the snowpack will create some fog. So limited visibility along and west of the Blue Ridge. Temperatures will warm up tonight ahead of this Arctic cold front that will come through about 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. The winds pick up 
gusts to 40 miles per hour. Could be some sporadic power outages, not expecting widespread power outages, but because the ground is moist from all the rain, a couple of those loose-rooted trees could come down. Temperatures will tumble. So if you go out in the morning, yes, it's going to be mild, but dress like it's going to be the middle of January with temperatures in the low 20s for the afternoon and the wind chills tomorrow night dropping down below zero. We have some icy patches to deal with tomorrow evening on secondary roads and through the neighborhoods. And then we have the wind chills to deal with, the wind chills we haven't had to deal with since January of 2019. Over the weekend, the winds will relax a bit. We will see some temperatures warming up into the upper 20s. And fortunately, by Christmas Day, we'll have a light wind. So it's going to feel like Christmas, unfortunately, with no snow on the ground unless you live far north and west of town. 48 in Baltimore, 46 at Dulles International. We are up to 48 right now at Reagan National Airport. All right, Chad, thank you very much. Everything this afternoon is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 512, with a new Congress on the way, there's been a flurry of activity here in the district ahead of the holiday break. Last night, of course, it welcomed Ukraine's president for a joint address. Tonight, a House Select Committee is set to release its full report on the events of January 6th. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett joined us earlier with his observations. There's $45 billion in the supplemental or the omnibus spending bill that's just occurred the Senate heading to the House. That's a significant move. It was going to happen anyway. It was on the tracks to be realized, but... There's no doubt that if there are any doubt about that passage in the Senate, President Zelensky's speech and appearance helped push that along. The great question for Congress under Republican hands in the House is, will there be continued support? And one of the things that President Zelensky tried to say last night in emphatic words is, this is not charity. This is an investment. It's an investment in international order. It's an investment in international law. It's an investment in sovereignty, and it's an investment in your own freedom. And I think he was shrewd in his speech to link Iran's assistance to Russia to those Republicans who may not be sold on continued funding for Ukraine, but are deeply antagonistic to the Iranian regime. And linking them together, I think, was a shrewd rhetorical device for President Zelensky to tell those skeptical Republicans this is about more than Ukraine. Of course, we'll find out next year exactly how enthusiastic Republicans are, but I don't think there's any doubt that President Zelensky did his and his country a good service by coming here, making the speech that he did, and leaving the mark that he did. Hey, Major, let's talk about January 6th. The mm-hmm. committee already released files from dozens of witnesses yep. it interviewed. What details in those documents stood out to you? Well, today's revelations about Cassidy Hutchinson, who was by far one of the marquee and unexpected witnesses to publicly testify before the committee, It's pretty clear, and I'm not a legal expert, but I rely on those who are, who have prosecuted these cases or at least been around them. The efforts by Mark Meadows, those associated with the White House, the ethics lawyer, and others, before Cassidy Hutchinson testified, to either suggest to her in very strong terms, don't remember things you remember, just say you don't recall, or we understand your loyalty, you'll do the right thing. Feel to lawyers who are expert in this sphere either like suborning perjury or witness tampering. Those are hard cases to prosecute, but they go to the underlying assertion of the January 6th committee, which is the president knew what he was doing. Those around him knew what he was doing when the attack was launched on January 6th. And in the aftermath, they did everything in their power to prevent the American people from knowing the full extent of their involvement. 
and the revelations about Cassidy Hutchinson's pressure campaign on her by those attached to the Trump world underscore that message. And CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Numbers on Wall Street were not too good. Here's Jeff. The Dow ends the day down 349 points. Hilton is turning a 14th century castle into a hotel. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 5.15, Rob Woodfork in the house tonight. Where are you starting, sir? Hey, let's start with the news of the day out of Ashburn. Uh, Chase Young making his season debut for the Washington Commanders on Saturday in the crucial game against the 49ers. What makes him ready to go now, Ron Rivera? I think, again, seeing Dr. Andrews probably was the last final thing that he just, just to get him over the hump. And he's he practiced with confidence. He showed us he was willing to to stick that leg in the ground and roll off of it, uh, plant it and cut off of it. So he's um, he had a good week, so we're pretty excited about that. And while Young returns on a 12-18 to 18 play pitch counts, Cam Curl and Benjamin St. Just are questionable to play, each with foot injuries. Thursday night football rife with playoff implications. The AFC, uh, the 7-7 seven and seven Jets host a six-win Jaguars team that's uh, oddly enough sits only a game out of first place in the AFC South. The uh, Capitals and Wizards back at it tonight. Ovi Watch now in Ottawa for a 7 p.m. face-off. Uh, Alex Ovechkin's next goal will match Gordie Howe for second most all-time with 801. The road trip for the Wiz has them in Utah tonight. That's a 9 p.m. start on the College Hardwood, Maryland, hosting St. Peter's. That's a 6.30 tip-off as they try to stop a three-game slide in GW's in Hawaii to face Washington State at 9. One final score from Bender. Uh, American loses to Siena 64-61 in a tough end to an eight-game win streak. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All righty. Thank you, Rob. Maryland Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin has won the top Democratic job on the House Oversight Committee. It comes after a closed-door election with the Democratic caucus earlier today. Raskin ran against another local congressman, Virginia's Jerry Connolly, and defeated him with a final vote of 133 to 75. Now the top stories we're working on here on WTOP as we deal with steady rain in much of our area and icy roads to the west of the D.C. metro. We are really preparing for that bitter freeze heading our way tomorrow. Stay with your weather alert station for the latest. The Senate passes a $1.7 trillion spending bill. The House needs to vote tomorrow to avert a government shutdown. And the teen who admits to shooting another student inside a Montgomery County high school will spend close to a couple of decades behind bars. Keep it here on WTOP for details in the minute. It's ahead. 518. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. A tree has come down on Maryland Route 4. Northbound lanes, the highway blocked by the tree uh, at a point between Brickhouse Road and Chesapeake Beach Road. Might have more of that with waterlogged ground as the winds start to increase. And wind warnings have been hoisted at the Bay Bridge. Eastbound traffic slows from Ritchie Highway onto the eastbound span. Winds gusting up to about 37 miles per hour last hour. So with wind warnings, no two-way traffic and only two lanes open. Eastbound toward Kent Island. Elsewhere, road spray, slow-moving traffic on the Beltway, I-95 and Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Incidents minor. 270 northbound sluggish through Gaithersburg. Beyond Urbana and before the Monoxy, caller spotted a crash on the left and right shoulder. 
Rogers in Virginia on 66. Westbound beyond Centerville past 29. Had one stopped in the left main lane. They sent a fire rescue response into the backup looking for a crash. Again, 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg. Long volume delays and even southbound south of Fredericksburg in Spotsylvania County with a crash before Thornburg near mile marker 118. Still occupying at least one lane. Northbound traffic will be quite slow. This is the latter half of the getaway, but a lot of folks decided to leave today, the forecast notwithstanding. In the district, 16th Street Northwest near Spring Road, south of the Piney Branch Tiger Bridge, getting by a crash slowly on 16th under police direction. This holiday season, give everyone on your list Maryland Lottery Holiday Scratch-Offs with instant prizes up to $100,000 and weekly second chance cash drawings. Please play responsibly. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. To the forecast, and Chad Merrill, Chad, we keep talking about this cold, but it's a really big deal and could lead to icy conditions. Yes, it could. As a matter of fact, it's called a flash freeze. When the pavement is wet initially, and then a couple of hours after some very cold air moves in, you get icy patches develop. And I think that is a big consideration, especially in some of the neighborhoods, secondary roads, those roads that are sheltered from the sun and the wind, because we'll have a couple of peaks of sunshine tomorrow. So here's how it plays out. We have some showers along and north of Interstate 66. In the district, I think there's going to be a little bit of a break in the rain uh, in about 45 minutes or so, and then it'll fill in. We're not looking at any heavy rain that's going to cause widespread flooding, just the standing water in the roadway like you typically get during any steady rain event here in the Washington area. Some drizzle and fog, especially in the Blue Ridge where there was some snow earlier and our temperatures rising tonight into the low 50s. Front comes through about 9 o'clock in the morning. The wind turns west, 20 to 25 sustain. That's a constant wind. And then gusts to 40 to 45 miles per hour. Our temperature lowers into the lower 20s by the afternoon. We get those icy patches that develop. I think the main thoroughfares will be able to dry out which is good news. We don't want, you know, the Capitol Beltway being a sheet of ice. I don't think that's going to happen. And then tomorrow night is when our wind chills dip below zero degrees. And like I said earlier, the last time we had wind chill advisories was January of 2019. So it will be a culture shock to everybody out there. Dress in multiple layers if you have to be out tomorrow night. And Saturday and Sunday, our temperatures warm up into the mid-20s and the wind slowly relax just in time for the Christmas holiday. Our temperatures outside, 41 in Gainesville, 47 in Mount Airy and 48 in Aspen Hill. All right. Thanks so much, Chad. And it's brought to you this afternoon by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. It's 521. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. How blessed are we that we will soon celebrate with profound joy the birth of Jesus. For more than 2,000 years, though born in darkness, in a manger, and in humble surroundings, we have journeyed in the light that the newborn king brought the world on that first Christmas morning. We walk in his light when we stay true to our faith, no matter the cost, when we share our resources with others, when we speak charitably, when we forgive those who have hurt us, and when we serve as a good example to others through honesty, integrity, and compassion. May the light, the peace, and the abundant blessings that only Jesus can give be yours at Christmas and always. Merry Download Christmas. the Federal News Network app and take the news that matters to you and your agency's mission on the go. 
Download the app to find out what each new law and policy will mean for civilian and defense employees and contractors. Download the app to keep up with cybersecurity and technology changes. Download the app to learn about changes to your pay and benefits. The Federal News Network app, sponsored by WEPA. WEPA, group term life insurance for feds, by feds. Hi, Melanie Funkhauser here from Fair Oaks. And during the Big Finish sales event, drive a new 23 hybrid Wrangler 4xe at our lowest price of the year. Plus, get a $7,500 tax credit at Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Hurry, tax credit ends December 31st. Fair Oaks has the largest selection of Wrangler 4xe's in stock and ready to go. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. See dealer for full details. This is WTOP News. 523. There's a new controversy at Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology in Fairfax County. A parent accuses school administrators of deliberately withholding national merit commendations. The allegations first appeared in City Journal. That's a conservative publication that says TJ's principal and director of student services intentionally withheld notification of national merit commendations from students who had qualified. The article claims the withholding is part of a deliberate war on merit campaign. The school system says it's looking into it and working to fix the situation. More than 1,000 6th through 12th graders in D.C. public schools are not up to date on their routine vaccinations. Last Friday was the deadline for students to comply with the requirement. About 1,100 are still not caught up. A spokesman tells WTOP staff are reaching out to families to make them aware of the vaccination resources in the community. Before the school year started, Mayor Muriel Bowser and other D.C. leaders doubled down on a no-shots-no-school policy. They said kids not caught up would not be allowed to attend class. From long johns and thick socks to ski pants, how do you dress in freezing temps um, or how you do dress in freezing temperatures makes a huge difference when it comes to staying warm. But baby, it's cold. As that Arctic air prepares to unleash its wintry fury on our region, it'll be cold. And the best way to bundle up is to know how to do it right. If you have to be out, layer up. The base layer should always be something that won't hold sweat, like polyester or silk, not cotton. Because moisture and cold, well, they don't mix well. The next layer is all about insulation and keeping you warm. Think fleece or down. Finally, top it off with a wind or rainproof winter coat. And remember, head, hands, and feet, cover them all. Avoid frostbite and keep them dry. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 525, Money News at 25 and 55. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Wall Street wiped out much of yesterday's rally, though the indexes did end the day off their low for the session. By the close, the Dow was down 349 points. The S&P 500 index down 56. That was 1.5%. The Nasdaq down 233 points. That was a 2% loss. The economy was doing better than first estimates last quarter. The government's final revision to third quarter GDP Shows the economy growing at an annual rate of 3.2%. The number of Americans continuing to get unemployment benefits fell last week. First time that has happened in almost three months. Hilton is turning a 14th century Dutch castle into a hotel. The castle is outside of Eindhoven. It'll include about 60 luxury suites. Guests will be able to rowboat in the moat. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Parsons Corporation, transforming the battle space. Parsons operates in every facet of the all-domain battle space. Join them in delivering innovative defense solutions that enable a safer, smarter, and more connected world. Imagine next by visiting Parsons.com careers.
Keep it here on WTOP. It's true we've got some rain, but the real story is going to be the blistering cold that we get tomorrow. It's 526.